Hey everybody, thank you for joining me again today for this latest episode of the Legacy Finance Podcast. Um, I know lately I've been talking a lot about generating some extra income through options premium selling. I'm going to continue that theme today and I'm going to introduce a new challenge for myself. This is not something that I'm expecting anyone out there to follow along with. If you want to find... um, I only suggest you um, use your own parameters when when deciding to do something like this. Um, I'm going to use the selling of options premium and rolling through um, what's commonly referred to as a wheel strategy, wheel strategy, to try and get a position in a posi- in a company or in a stock um, with a zero cost basis. Now, what that means is when you buy a, when you buy a stock, let's say you buy 10 shares of um, Tesla at $200. Well, you know, that's $200 is your cost basis. That's how much price per share that you have paid for that stock. Um, If you end up buying 10 more shares at $210 and then you buy 10 more shares at $190, all those purchases over the shares average out to give you a cost basis. Um, And the cost basis has, has an effect on things like your taxes, um, if you're receiving a dividend yield, what your cost on yield is, things like that. Um, and it's really just kind of a way to track how well your your stock is doing. Because if you bought, you know, 10 shares at $200 and then you bought 10 shares at $210, um, you don't know if you sell some of your shares, you know, what your tax implications could be or what the performance is. Um, if you're not tracking your cost basis, if you're using your last purchase price of $210, then um, if it drops down to, say, $209, um, you think you're in the red, which you're really not because your cost basis is about, what, 205 in that situation? I don't know. I don't have the calculator open in front of me to check. So anyway, that's a quick um, rundown on what the cost basis means. So what I decided to do was um, using the IWM, which is the Russell 2000 um, ETF, I'm going to roll IWM trades um, with a goal of getting 100 shares of IWM at a zero or as close as zero as I can get cost basis. So I've already started doing these trades. Um, I started earlier in the month of October and uh, without really any kind of idea that I was going to do this, this just came, came to me yesterday as I was making some other trades in it, which I'm going to go over here in a little bit. And you can and you can see what I'm doing. I'm going to um, post a screenshot of my spreadsheet um, up on my Twitter, so you can take a look at what I'm doing. And um, if, if, like I said, if you want to follow along, you can you can use the parameters and you can use the strategy I'm doing. I would just suggest that you pick a stock that you want to own um, that has a good um, options volume, um, a, a narrow bid ask spread. Um, because that's where you can get the ability to to move in and out of these positions, to sell the contracts you need to sell, um, and to do the things you have to do with the with the trades in order to reduce that cost of basis. So I'm going to go over what I did as far as my trades go, and that will give you an idea of my plan going forward. So on October 10th, I sold to open a put contract on IWM at $161 um, with an October 14th expiration. Um, And that was, I sold for 94 
cents, which was $94. I'm keeping track using my real-time totals, which excludes, which takes out, you know, my commissions and fees. So my total um, income on that sell was $93.31. On the 13th of October, the day before expiration, I bought that back. I closed it and bought it back for $0.16 for $16.03. And then on the 18th of October, I sold a contract, a put contract on IWM, $174 strike with an October 19th um, expiration. And I sold that for $1.70, so I netted $169.31. I'm going to pause right here and I'm going to explain real quick because I forgot to. The reason I chose IWM is because like the SPY, it has multiple expirations throughout the week. It has expirations on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So I can do more trades um, and do these kinds of flips more often than with some other stocks that might, you might have to wait um, weekly or monthly to do. So that's another thing to keep in mind when choosing which stock you want to do. So again, so that's why this one had a uh, October 18th sell on an October 19th contract. So that one um, expired in the money. So I was assigned those shares. So on the 20th yesterday, um, I received 100 shares at $174 a share. 17,400 was the total. Um, My cost basis was reduced, however, because of my um, previous, um, uh, previous trades, which let me see. They were, it was one seventy one fifty three. It was my cost basis. Um, so I spent one seventy four, but because of the previous trades, my actual cost basis was one hundred seventy one. So that's not bad. <clears throat> so on yesterday, what I also did was I sold to open um, a October twenty first expiring today, one seventy one covered call on those shares. I sold that for. $2.15, so I netted $214. At the same time, I decided I was going to do kind of a strangle. Not really a strangle, but kind of a strangle. I sold another put contract at that same $171 for $1.96, and I netted $195.31. So I was feeling good and about that trade. And then as it started going lower, I noticed that I was becoming... Um, in the money on the puts, but out of the money on the calls. And, you know, this is some adjustment you have to make. You have to watch your chains. So I didn't want to necessarily be assigned the 200 shares I'll right off the front without selling some of the shares. So I rolled the 1021-171 call from um, a 171 strike price to a $168 strike price. Um, in order to buy the call back, I spent $85.00. Um, where I originally had received 200, so that was not a bad deal. And I sold the call, the new call, $168 call, um, for 245. So I netted 244.31. So right now I am in the trade with 100 shares assigned to me, one open covered call contract, one open put contract. My cost basis right now. Um, a little after open market close on Friday, the 21st, is $165.85. So that means that's my cost for those 100 shares I'm holding. Um, 
if those shares get called away today, then I will adjust my cost basis because I'll receive 100, um, 171 per share. I'm sorry, 168 per share. And it looks like that put is going to be assigned to me. So that's going to be assigned to me at 171 per share. So I'm going to look at those um, probably um, over the weekend because it'll happen tonight and the trades will occur over the weekend to be effective on Monday morning. And Monday morning, I'll look at what happened over the weekend to decide how I'm going to go forward um, with my next round of um, contracts. So you can see how starting with my initial assignment at 174, my current cost basis is 165. This is the way I'm going to roll down my cost basis on these shares until I get close to zero. It could take me a year. It could take me longer. It could take me sooner. I'm not even sure how long it's going to take, but I think it's going to be fun to follow along with to just see how this how selling options premium can help you not only with the income portion of, of bolstering your, your portfolio, but also um, lowering cost basis to make it so you know you have some free capital to, to buy the things. Once I get these shares down to a zero cost basis, I can hold those shares forever. You know, it doesn't matter what happens to IWM because I will have essentially got them for free. If IWM goes down to a dollar, then I'm still plus one dollar a share. If IBM conti or IWM continues to go up 10 years from now and it's $300, well, that's $300 that's in my pocket uh, at zero cost basis. Um, I hope you enjoyed the content of my show today. Um, if you have any questions, please um, reach out to me um, either through email, the Legacy Finance Podcast at gmail.com, or on my Twitter at options underscore legacy. And I'd be happy to interact, to answer questions, to hear your thoughts and things you're thinking about doing. If something occurs to you that I haven't thought of as far as risk, please let me know. Um, I know there's always a risk that the the IWM could just drop and all of a sudden it's not you know worth anywhere close to what I paid for it. Even if my cost basis is reduced, that's always a risk when it comes to selling puts. And um, I know if I sell a call at 170 and all of a sudden it jumps to 300, then I'm missing out on a lot of gains. I know those risks. I understand those parts of it. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening. Um, I hope the rest of your Friday goes well, and we'll talk soon.